Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Buckle up. This just in. Breaking news. What? You call this shit news? Because Scissor Fight shows are, it's all like dudes walking around thinking they're tough guys. And I, I'm i actually working the show. You are? Yeah, I'm, because I'm an idiot and I didn't buy tickets soon enough. So I'm, uh, I'm base tech for Evan from Doug. Nice! Yep. Yep. Nice. Yep, yep, yep. Big yep. Scissor Fight Tree and Doug show coming up. Right. Doug is going to be the uh, standout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's it going? <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Yeah? Pretty good. I mean, I'm wearing sweatpants on a Sunday. So, so am I. It's the only time in, in the past year that I've gone out in public with sweatpants on other than today was when I got tattooed because I don't wear sweatpants out in public. You know what? I didn't either, but like I've slowly given less and less of a fuck i might not be wearing clothes in public within the next three or four years well i mean part of it is like and i don't mean this in like a dan lavoie sort of way but you've kind of given up on impressing people not that you ever really gave a shit about (laughs) impressing people but like like you you tricked someone into like agreeing to fuck you on a regular basis and cohabitate with like you Mm -hmm. like there's like like, like, who who cares what you look like? No, now? but I mean, I think it was a natural progression. Regardless, I th- I don't think I would have, uh, I don't think it would have been that much different. Yeah, sweatpants are. are Led they are Led Zeppelin sweatpants. Why do you have a sweatpant with Led Zeppelin? Why would you sweat with Led Zeppelin? Were you sweating to the Zeppelin? We're gonna ignore that. Um, yeah. Are we gonna have like a, uh, our first clothed boner battle? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing really sweatpants are good yeah. for. Yeah. Other than looking awesome. Um, I do have a hard time finding sweatpants that are acceptable because all these touch muppets. I wonder if it's the same thing that bothers me about sweatpants. Because they all taper down to yeah, like fucking tights. Yeah, I fucking tights. hate that. Yeah. I fucking hate Because that. I'm not doing fucking splits and my dance goes. Well, and all the like all the 20-somethings I work mm-hmm. with at the lab all wear pants that are have the like a tapered cuff on the like they're not even sweatpants that they're wearing and i'm like the fuck is going on in this world i hope people are just like what is he brian cranston what lab are you talking about um yeah no they just they just tapered down to nothing and they stop at like just below capri level which yeah i'm like there's a lot i want in my life are is the one in greece and capri sun Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh there's a lot of uh, Gen Z ankle that I see on the regular now. Yeah. Zankle? Yeah. <laughs> Those zankles? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a hard time finding them. But when, so when I find a good baggy old man sweatpant, I'm in. Yeah, I I was actually, I was on my road trip um, to, to Floridia and realized I needed sweatpants because I had pretty much just, I packed like three pairs of shorts and a pair of jeans and... I was sleeping in the car like every other day and I went into a Walmart and I was like, Walmart has to be like, if I'm going to find like old school, like you know, sweatpant Mecca. Yeah. Well, but I meant like if I was going to find sweatpants that weren't tapered trendy, You're yeah, not trendy. Yeah. Cause there's a lot, a lot of Husky fucks shopping at Walmart. Yeah. So I maybe actually, something with Tweety bird on the butt, oh, you know, whatever you can get. Yep. 
Fingers um, crossed, but I found these Led Zeppelin sweatpants weird. in the clearance section. Weird. Wow. wow. Yep. Did you go to try Tractor Supply? What did he say? Tractor Supply? I've never been there, but since you made a Tractor Supply joke, it's the only place I want to go. When did I make a Tractor Supply joke? You're talking about, you can't just... I shit my pants in a Tractor, like outside of a Tractor Supply about a year and a half ago, but that's a hell of a callback right I mean, I, I, the, I don't know if you remember the beginning of this podcast, I was having horrible dalliances with a girl who used to work at a tractor supply. I do. You can find girls with questionable morals behind the, the registers there, so I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else are we talking about? How's the new job, you? <laughs> Loving so, it, hating it? Uh, I'm six weeks in. I still really have no idea what my job entails. I'm still training. Um, perfectly fine. This, is, uh, this, this week that we're in now is... Will be my first week on overnights. So, uh, oh, so you haven't entered the the last two weeks. I've been on second shift, which is one p.m. to eleven thirty p.m. and then uh, it's four ten hour shifts. Um, one p.m. to eleven thirty a.m. p.m. Oh, p- I forget it. I'm an idiot. That would be a very got long it. shift. I got, I got it backwards. That would be a twenty two uh, hour shift. Um, which I actually pulled a twenty two hour shift yesterday from the time I got up. Waited outside uh, Bull Moose Record Store Day and then went to work. So dumb. Yep. Yep. Do they have hot new Duran Duran or anything good? There's no such thing as hot Duran Duran. Or new Duran Duran. No, unfortunately, there is new Duran Duran. How? They keep... Simon LeBond needs to pay for his... Isn't one of them dead? No, unfortunately, they're all still alive. All three Taylor, not brothers, are alive. Yeah. Huh. Must have been a weird dream I had. So are back you... to the question. Did you get some hot new something good i can't i can't no. get, i can't come unless i imagine and fantasize that one less person is hungry like the wolf mm. but um, i mean i mean andy fletcher from depeche mode died last year i don't know if that's what you're thinking of i don't doubt it uh i not much actually um i paid the most i've ever paid for a seven inch single brand new uh i bought uh maya hawk uh who uh, no she knows. used to live in Ethan Hawke's balls and then was oh, yeah. shat into uh, Uma Thurman's fallopian tubes and then was and, put in Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, where she does a good job. Yeah, she does a good job, and I and I enjoy her music. But her very first thing that she did was this seven-inch single that was released about five years ago in very limited quantities. So they re-released it for Is record it, store uh, day. Pan flute. Um, I don't think there's any flute on this. Um, no, is that what is she? She sings and plays mm-hmm. guitar. Um, she probably should have guessed that. Probably a higher percentage guess. Yeah, um, but it was uh, it was nineteen dollars for a two song seven inch single. Yep. Seems it that seems. That's like cool blue. Did it's Ethan, the color of that? Did Ethan Hawke sell it to you? No. Okay. No, he didn't show up for his shift at Pull Moose. Okay. Um, No, I was I was sixth in line, um, and yeah. f- four of the five people in line in front of me were there just for Taylor Swift. No. Oh, yeah. okay. Did she just yeah. come out with a new album that I'm not aware of? Well, she came out with a record store day exclusive, which that I mean, because every year you're like, what is going on? Why are you there? So, and I've explained it before, but I'll explain it again because I'm sure there's people right now going, what the fuck is record store yeah. day? So, the uh. Third 
Saturday of every April, they have Record Store Day, which is um, they they make these very very exclusive limited run records that you can only get at independent record stores, and they all open at eight a.m. and like most of the things that they get, they only get like two or three copies of. Like worldwide, most of them have like between like fifteen hundred and two thousand copies made. So now the Taylor Swift one was not very limited because the Portsmouth Bull Moose had sixty five copies of it. Um, it is it it has sold out. But Did you get one? No, um, I was actually it was on my list of maybes, but I hadn't checked. I didn't look at retail prices beforehand because all the record store day things are way more expensive than they should be. Yeah. Um, and it was forty dollars for for her album, and I was like, "Nah, I'm not doing it." So, especially because it's how many songs are on it? Uh, so like a full album? Yeah, I mean, it's like it was like a sixteen track album. So she released two albums in twenty twenty. Did she show her perineum on the fucking inner? No, you're thinking of Lord Lord's Lord's okay. asses on the cover of her that's, third album. That's a my bad. Yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> no, it's just Taylor Swift fans are crazy. Yeah. Yep. Well, and that was the thing too. Is like almost everyone who was there for Taylor Swift was only there for Taylor Swift and didn't buy anything else and would not shut the fuck up. So there's only one person before you that potentially could have gotten your special thing. Yeah, but pretty much everything they get in, they have at least two copies, right. and and. The dude who was number one, him and I are usually the first two there every record store day, and I also know what he buys. Like, he doesn't really... Like, our interests very rarely cross over. So, um, I... But they only give you three minutes. Like Wait, what? Yeah, they, they let people in five at a time, and you got three minutes to get what you need. And, you know, they're alphabetical. They um, give you, like, a list of what's in there, so you're ready to rock and roll? Or? No, I mean, they don't give you a list. You could go on Record Store. Okay. I mean, yeah, Record Store Day has a list. It, they, okay. they put the list out about three months before. No, about two months before. And then, you know, I make a list. I check it twice. I, you know. Yep, yep, yep. I remember that I've been both naughty and, well, not that so nice. So you only have, like, three minutes, yep. and then you go, bye. Why don't they just let everybody in? Are they afraid people will fight for shit? Well, because all the stuff is in one place. It's not filed oh, with the... Filed okay. Yeah, so there, there, like, there literally wouldn't be enough room for people to... That like, would be even crazier. That'd be like a fucking Easter egg. Huh? Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. So, um, but... And... But they drove me nuts this year because the way they did it is... So they are alphabetical, but they did it backwards. So it was right to left. And also back to front, which is not even how the, that record store is arranged. Why? Nor why is it not arranged that way? Why did they do that? Um, because they hate me. Because um, I was like, I can't find this and this, and they're like, it's alphabetical. I'm like, you don't have this arranged the way we've all agreed. You alphabetize things. <laughs> so they did it. So like, right when you walk in the door, A is right to your right, and then you go along. And I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you? They also didn't like. So, I didn't buy it for me. I got it for someone else. I picked up the Macho Man Randy Savage album. But if you were alphabetically... He's still putting out posthumous work? Uh, it's something that came out in the 80s. And that, that's a lot of what Record Store Day is, is like weird, obscure records. They, they repress them. Um, 
So if you were alphabetically in a record store looking for Macho Man Randy Savage, where would you go? M. All right. So I guess you're smarter than me. I I looked under S because his, his, his last yeah. name is Savage. Yeah, and it sense. wasn't there. And I was like, did you not get that? And they're like, no, we got it. I was like, where is it? And they're like, did you look alphabetically? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, well, there's this one, my fucking nemesis works at that record store now, and uh, did you look under M? He's like, it's right here in the M's. I'm like, why would you alphabetize it under that? No, it was uh, yeah, it was M. But yeah, it was for much. Yeah, 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 not much. <laughs> um, um, I got that. I got uh, a Soul Asylum record. Um, Pearl Jam put out a show from 98 uh, I went back today to see if there was anything that I didn't grab yesterday that was I grabbed one thing and uh, discovered something else which I haven't picked up yet but they're holding it for me so which is a it's called Brown Sabbath um, listening it, it, which you know could be racist I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm letting people at home try and figure it out but it's exactly what it is it is uh, no it's um it's a band of uh, eight Mexican musicians covering Black Sabbath, um, and it's it's got like Mexican horns and stuff like that. So it's basically like more like more like L.A. Mexican musicians uh, inspired Black Sabbath. So I hadn't heard of it. Took a picture of it, and I was like, "I'll check this out." Listen to it online. It's phenomenal. And I was like, "Hey, do you still have that there?" And they're like, "Yeah." I was like, "Will you hold that for me?" I'm like, "Sure." Yep. Um. Not to be confused with Max Sabbath, the um, the Black Sabbath cover band, all dressed as McDonald Land characters, uh, which is a real thing. We've talked about Max Sabbath before, haven't I we? Don't believe so. I would remember that. You don't remember that? You you should uh, you should definitely look that up. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, the Mayor McCheese has the horns <laughs> like the Motorheads skull and. Grimace, I believe, is the bass player, and Ronald McDonald has the tassels on his arms like Ozzy. Um, yeah, yeah, there it is. They're uh, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Um, Are they? Do they do a good job musically? Yeah, I mean it's Black Sabbath covers, but they change the lyrics to be like fast food themed. It's basically Guar if Guar were okay to listen to. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you're at home, you could definitely Google. Uh, Max Sabbath. Wow. Yep. 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 They're, uh... Yeah. Well, originally, when they first started, they used actual McDonald's, like, costumes and stuff like that, and they got a cease and defi- desist. Um, Clearly. Yeah, so then they modified them enough so that they yeah. could... Uh, wait, 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 wait. How is Grimace playing bass yeah. there? It looks like he's got, like, a full, like, glo- like Grimace glove on. Okay. Yeah, it's just covering the. Oh, I see on the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh huh. So I saw a stat or whatever that I thought you would be into. So I guess the TSA mm-hmm. at the collective airports that Tyrannosaurus assholes. Yeah, they. I guess they do this yearly. They pool all of the change that gets like left in like the bins and stuff like that monsters and add it up and put it towards whatever like expenses what do you think last year's haul was like nationwide 
Mm-hmm. Just change. $12 million. 900000 That's pretty good. It's not bad, right? It's almost as much as I got. Almost. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I figured you'd enjoy that. Um, I pushed aside a dirty diaper today to grab a penny. Okay. I mean, I've okay. I've pushed some dirty diapers aside, but uh, okay. would you push it aside with <laughs> your tongue? No, the back of my right hand. Now, you didn't even use a, a, a shoe, a foot? No. I didn't. I didn't have time to. Instinct kicked in. I was like, "Ooh, copper!" Okay. <laughs> Somebody had thrown a a diaper in the like. like it, what I can guess is somebody tried to make like a basketball jump shot with a diaper. That's uh, not when you do it. In the in the handicap stall <laughs> at the mall, there's a changing station, and they have like a trash can in that stall. And the diaper was next to it, and uh, I mean, I w- like it wasn't open, but it was clearly a used diaper, and like between the diaper and the wall was a penny, and so I was like, "Get out of my way, poopy!" <laughs> was there shit in it? I think so. I mean, it felt warm. <laughs> Still warm? I'm just kidding about that part. <laughs> I mean, it looked lumpy. in my pocket right here <laughs> it's i don't know which of these it was but uh yeah. working with nine cents i found today that's yep i my we are so drastically different as human beings <laughs> it's so amazing my uh my change finding has gone down quite a bit my, since i changed my my change uh, finding. Yeah, since I changed jobs. Um, well, nobody pays with cash at the place that I work now. And Do people pay for things where you work now? Yeah, there's a huge cafeteria there, but it's card only, oh. which means I very rarely can use it. Wait. Oh, you don't pay with cash, or do you work in the cafeteria? I don't work in the cafeteria. I work in a lab. But my point is, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't ring people up in the fucking lab. You, nobody pays you with anything. No, not paying me. But that's like he got his change before. Where'd you get your change? Oh yeah, off, you'd be like off of the I would floor like this. Work. I would like oh, but okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like no, but you also you're like oh, I found this five cent fucking piece of candy that I'm not gonna eat. Here's a dollar, mm-hmm. and they're like here's ninety five cents mm-hmm. in copper. Yep, yep. Because you're just a true monster. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they do with the nine hundred thousand dollars worth of? Bought crank. Yeah, mostly. Um, I don't know, probably bought more gray bins that you're, you're apparently not spo- supposed to put your shoes in. I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't know. Oh, um, my wife had a question for you. Me? Yeah. Okay, go. It involved, we, we were discussing the single ply and why you're a monster. Mm-hmm. This room is quite the fucking... Halloween haven in here of monsters. Um, and then you basically explained in not enough detail because it involved doo-doo, um, how you go in the shower afterwards and clean up. Yeah. Yeah. So her, most people, I think, and this is how I'm different from her because I don't I think about things. I'm going to answer this. This is how I, so like I, uh, 
this would never have occurred to me, but she's a she's a bit of a neat freak. So she okay. was like, "How often does he bleach his tub?" Because you're just fucking, you're just hailing doo doo onto the ground. Correct. What was the question? Is how often? How often are you bleaching that tub? About a, once a week. Lies. Once a week. I use the the spray stuff that has bleach in it. Yeah. All right. I will come. I'll get back to you and see if she finds that that's sufficient. Okay. Um. But she agrees with me that no, no. Is the most options. N- no, she does not. Yeah, it allows you the perfect detail. No, but she's. She disagrees with you on, I think, everything. She was just concerned that uh, you have doo-doo feet. Also, you can, you can definitely... You can definitely let her know I have doo-doo feet. Yeah, <laughs> you're like a, uh, you're like the hobbits when they were walking through the swamp. You can definitely fold it more than seven times. British? Yes. <laughs> um, and fuzzy-footed. Mm-hmm. Okay, got that one out of the way. Um... I uh. I think this brace called kaboom. Kaboom, yeah, that's what that's what my shits are called. <laughs> it's called cuckoo. Speaking of which, I took a, I took one today, and I had to go back out and like you know watch the kids or deal with them. But you ever need that like butthole minute? That was the fr- that was the for phrase like the, the recompression. Yeah, yeah. We were like, I gotta stand here for like a good forty five seconds mm-hmm. to a minute to let. Whatever I've done, yeah. like to, you're like I've got to let this postpartum depression pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even like it feels like it hasn't adjusted. There's like yet. aftershocks. It's like you remember, I, I told you about that. <laughs> what? <laughs> he doesn't know where this is gonna go, but he's anticipating. I told you about that girl who. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm in. Well, how does this involve a woman? <laughs> she put a wine bottle in her cooch and then okay. took it out, and it took like ten seconds for it to like collapse back into like the normal size. It's it's like the opposite of those dinosaurs that used to pour water on and they'd like sponge up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I prefer to think of it in a more romantic way, like ripples in a pond where it's just like pulsating and then it's slowly I was goes being away. romantic it's that time that ballerina put the wine bottle in her cooch it's true there's yeah. oftentimes wine at a candlelit dinner well her party trick was she's she shouldn't have party tricks <laughs> she's like do you want to see something neat and I was like uh-huh and uh so she did a handstand against the wall and then had one of her friends insert the wine Wait, bottle. there was friends yeah it was like a thing what do you mean it was a thing uh, this was not the first time they had done this. So was this a female friend? Yeah. Were you... Did you, This wasn't a romantic dalliance of yours? This was just... Not... not. A, I mean, it was, but in this instance wasn't. It was just like a showing off. This was like pre... Before the romance had begun, this was like, oh, this one is a keeper. If at any point I say, hey, can you help me with something? And I start to do a handstand. Yeah. You can just walk away. You don't have to help. Uh-huh. You can. Right. Um, we will be starting with like a vanilla extract bottle. Yeah. Like They're one smaller. of those tiny little fuckers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're not going to be starting with like mm-hmm. a Magnum wine bottle. Yeah. Are you guys going to throw a disclaimer here? This is not a good idea, right? What's not a good idea? Putting glass inside. No. A lot of times, um, a lot of times those vanilla I mean, extract bottles had, are plastic. Yeah, that's true. It's It had wine in it still. Bad idea. It had wine in it still. What was that going to do? Well, 
She like you like glugged it, it out. Wait, was it corked? No. Whoa! All right, we're in now. She had so her friend had her thumb over the opening and then did a little quick whoopsie daisy. It's in there, and then pulled it out at an angle, and then how much of the wine was gone? Mm, I mean, it was an almost full bottle. I'd say probably that much. So she pulled so about it out an inch and a half, two inches. She's still doing the handstand when she pulls it out, and then she like tightens her mu- and like shot the wine out. Wait, what? Yeah. I thought this was a fancy way of getting drunk. It was. It was a very fancy. It's a fancy way of making a mess. Yeah. Yeah. But then when she flipped back down and like stood up, like her her vagina was still like open from the wine bottle and it just went like watching a flower bloom in reverse. Yep. That was poetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, she was a great ballerina too, but she was from Chicago, so she had a very like, like she was a very like, you know, athletic, very tiny petite girl who, you know, sounded like, uh, you know, Mike, Mike Dick. Dicka. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see this wine bottle go in my cooch? Yeah. Watch what I can do with my vagina. <laughs> vagina. Yeah. I don't think either of us have nailed the Chicago accent. No. Are you really worried about that? No, but okay. because it would just be this podcast, but that one felt weird. They don't talk don't, they don't talk about uh uh wine bottles and cooches in uh, any of the yoga podcasts? No. Huh. Hmm. They talk about uh Gwyneth Paltrow vagina scented candles on that. Yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah. That's not weird. hmm She is so weird. Mm-hmm. Would you? How, how do you feel like it would be to spend a whole day with her, Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, the worst. <laughs> how much money would you have to receive? Just you don't have to like have sex with her or shove wine bottles in any of her orify, but just just to hang out with her for the day. And do like, I have to talk to her? Yep. Oh, you have to engage. It would be given to you in shame. Oh, now I'm back in. I was going to say I don't value money. I think we all know that. Uh, Hmm. I don't know, like sixteen hundred dollars and change. <laughs> I'll take that in clinkies, please. <laughs> but she has to deliver it to me uh, to your house, or just hand it to you. Hand it to. I mean, sixteen hundred dollars is a lot of change. Can you carry sixteen hundred dollars? Not change? in one trip. You can get it like in a roller bag. You wouldn't be able to lift that. No, you roll it. That's hence yeah. wheels. We invented those a long time ago. I can't pick up a car, but I got here. I mean, I was going to say, I... I, What? He doesn't just want quarters. He wants variety. Yeah, if it was just quarters. He doesn't want them... I'm, I'm guessing you, you couldn't don't... carry $1,600 in quarters. Yeah, is it like 10 bucks? Like just this much? Yeah, yeah $1,600 has like four ten dollars in it. <laughs> yeah. It's only 160 of those things. I'm... Uh... You're gonna do the math. You're gonna here. I'll look it up for you. Yeah, yeah you look it up. You're. How much does sixteen hundred? Oh, you hit the thing by accident. Cunt sausage. Mm-hmm. Uh, sixteen pounds. 
That's how much sixteen hundred dollars in quarters weigh. Yeah, I think you can do that. A hundred dollars in quarters weighs a pound. Yes. It does seem dubious. Nope. No, because a. Just hit the one that says how much does a roll of quarters weigh. I guess I'm just very weak. I guess I'm just really weak. Well, now I found the new thing to masturbate to. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but you would want a variety of change, right? Yeah. You want, and you want it to be loose. But just, right 16 just tumbling all over yourself mm-hmm. like Scrooge McFuck. I want to have to scramble and pick it up off the floor, pushing diapers out of the way. We already got the answer. You don't need more of an answer. Oh, he's very excited for a man who has nothing to live for. Look at that! He's so fucking excited. Eight hundred eighty-one pounds for for pennies. Why are we doing this? I was gonna say I believe that because wait, this says eighty pounds for sixteen hundred dollars in quarters. It's on pounds. Mm-hmm. I took it to Pound Town already. Mm-hmm. Um, $1,600 in $1, oh, $1 coins. Yeah. What the fuck does those? I have uh, a whole bunch of those. Those don't get turned into Coinstar, though. 3.52 pounds in dollar bills. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but nickels are the heaviest ones, right? So, wait, what? I mean, per thing. I mean, yeah. Anyway, um, (laughs) so 28 pounds. You could still pick that up. I believe in you. I mean, I could. I don't know if Gwyneth Paltrow could. I mean, she does a lot of things for her own wellness. And she apparently skis and can survive a ski accident. She's very, very thin, though. Yeah. She could probably pick it up with her. Uh, vaginal walls hopefully like if you know clamp it on and then stand up like do like a squat and then walk it out to you while you know doing like a wide john wayne walk is that like a farmer's walk kind of it's uh it's a farmer's only walk she dated both brad pitt and ben affleck who both seem like guys that like i would enjoy hanging out with what yeah yeah when they were making shakespeare in love they were dating, and they also made, was it Sliding Doors? They made a couple movies together. They made a couple fucks together. Yeah, he usually dates or marries people that he that he is in movies with. He he married Jennifer Garner. He was in a terrible movie with Jennifer Lopez, That's and true. they got married. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably tossed a couple fucks at Matt Damon. Well, they weren't married when they did Gilly they were dating and then they broke up and then a thousand years later after he and like his marriage with Jennifer Garner ended him and J-Lo got married um yeah alright let's do these tales these stories of whatever did I already uh, ask about the Casey Affleck River Phoenix thing it doesn't make none of those words made any sense to me in order. So no. So <laughs> Casey Affleck used to be married to Autumn Phoenix, which was 
she's the younger one of the younger sisters of River Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And then, so like looking on like Wikipedia and whatnot, you know, it says, you know, fa- like relations, and it said that Casey Affleck was his brother-in-law was River Phoenix, but B- River Phoenix died decades before Casey Affleck, and, yeah. his, and so Casey Affleck and River Phoenix were nothing to each other. Like they wouldn't be br- like you can't retroactively posthumously be someone's brother-in-law, can you? I mean, I guess technically, but no, it doesn't matter. This person doesn't appear. Autumn Phoenix, did I spell everything right? How did you spell Phoenix? No, he's right, but Autumn Phoenix... Did you put... Like, say, actor. Just put Casey Affleck at ex-wife. That might come up. Yeah. Summer Phoenix. Oh. She's a completely different season. I think he has. Is that racist? Well, I mean, all of all of River Phoenix's family has foolish names. She's she's pretty. She's better looking than her older sister. That's not a good picture. She's better looking than Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, yeah. Um, she does. Uh, type in Rain Phoenix, and then you'll be like, oh yeah, she's the pretty one of the family. Ugh. Oh yeah, she casts she, spells on people. Yeah, she looks a lot like Joaquin. She does. Yeah. There's just like two gene pools in that family, and one of them was like, "Oh, good looking person." Mm-hmm. Um, River Phoenix is pretty fuckable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He was on that side. They have another sister too. I don't know. There's so many people in that family. <clears throat> Speaking of, go to the phones. No, we we're gonna we're gonna go to the tape. Let's go to the videotape. Right. So uh, we're going to start out in a place we used to visit more often to make ourselves feel better about this dumb country we live in. Florida? India. News of our demise. Mm. Um, so a groom dies during a wedding. Good. Uh, from opening an exploding wedding gift. That was from his wife's ex, or his new, his bride's ex. Oh, so the desired result was achieved. Yes, this was not like a a gender reveal. It was a death reveal. Mm. (laughs) This is how you're going to die. A 22-year-old newlywed, Hamendra. Oh, it didn't explode at the wedding. It did. Four other people were injured, including an 18-month-old child. Okay, this is funny. Yeah, because India. Yeah, it's just it's it's news of our demise, not news of our immediately funny. We sometimes have to fix it and post and make it funny. I'm still working on this one. I, I mean, in this instance, it was news of Kamal's demise. <laughs> yeah. Hey, his name was Hemendra. Mm. Um, but that's a fucking crazy thing to do. Like, yeah, you're not with her anymore. You don't need to blow up a fucking wedding, you dickhead. But it does. Okay. <laughs> the good lesson learned from this is you're not supposed to open the wedding gifts at the wedding. That was the most, that could be the most literal usage of the term devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You're like, but murder. Um, that's It's maybe, really his I mean, fault that the kid got hurt. Maybe in India they do open it at the wedding. 
Or maybe they didn't even open it. Maybe it was just on a timer. And they I were don't like, think they do stuff any differently in India than they do in the United States. No? No. Have you seen any of India? They do things very differently. Huh. They do do outside. A lot of them. That's true. <laughs> They're outdoorsy people. Yeah. Yeah. They don't just call it a yard piss like we do when we're here. They just call it pissing. A, a piss. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. A new deli piss. Let me see. He let's see. He used ammonium nitrate petrol gunpowder uh, retrieved from firecrackers. He gift wrapped it to avoid any suspicion. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah, you just don't put a bomb <clears throat> on the table. Yeah, labeled bomb. Um, the impact of the explosion was so violent that the walls and roof of the room collapsed. Marari was killed instantly. How did he know the the dude was going to open it and not the wife? Or do you think he just didn't care? Was it one of those? I'm still not positive that he opened it as much as it just exploded um <clears throat> his brother was rushed to the hospital and died from his injuries um <clears throat> so this guy's being charged under india's explosive substances act super specific it's weird that they don't have a murder someone <laughs> act uh this carries a sentence of life in prison where he will find a new girlfriend mm-hmm. um, that will gift him with some hot Do you think dick. there's a lot of forced sodomy in Indian prisons? A million percent. Huh. Uh, yeah. You don't? I don't know. And this is a real racist thought, but uh, <laughs> I just in my head always just think... Indian men are all kind of pussies, so... Uh, I mean, not all of them. I guess not. There's a couple billion of them, and the ones in jail are probably... The, probably the tougher ones. Yeah. <laughs> up to some shenanigans. Yeah. And you don't They probably to, weren't Bollywooding around. Even if... Yeah. Even if your extremely racist theory of them all being pussies was true, that's still like a, a gradient. Sure. The least pussy amongst them is the, the king rapist. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you got levels. Yeah. Yeah. Um we're gonna we're gonna move right along hmm. to another story in India. Um you'll like this one, I think. A uh, couple beheaded themselves in with homemade guillotine and ritual sacrifice. Oh, yeah. They did it simultaneously. Um so Hemed Oh, this this is good. Here we are. Me pronouncing things again. Hemubhai mm-hmm. yeah. Makwana, 38, and his wife, Hasaben, 35, both both died by decapitation after using homemade bladed, a homemade bladed mechanism in a hut on their farm uh, on the western state of Gujarat. The couple first prepared a, a fire altar before pouring, uh, putting their heads under a guillotine-like mechanism held by a rope. Um, Indrajitsin... Jadja, police uh, sub-inspector, just make him a real inspector. Sub makes it so... Mm. That's demeaning. Yeah. Or at least make him a dom inspector. Yeah, I think... (laughs) I think Indrajit did a great job here. Uh, Was quoted as saying in the Indian news, as soon as they released the rope, an iron blade fell on them, severing the heads, which rolled into the fire. They, They made like a ton... Like a... Almost like gutters on a fucking bowling alley so their heads would fall in there and roll into the fires nice and they say like 
you can like the head can still see detached from the body for like three or four seconds. I think it's eleven. So they might have actually been like, "This fire is hot." (laughs) I don't know if they can feel. Like I don't. I mean, I guess they could because nerves are carrying feelings to your brain. That's the only thing you still didn't have to go far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're also like fire behind me, fire behind me, fire behind me. Ah, fire! (laughs) Julianne Moore's twat. Um, and then uh, the fire is that was a big Lebowski reference yep fire is considered a sacred Hinduism sacred in Hinduism and plays a significant role in several worship rituals such as cutting off your own fucking head yeah wait wait wait. that's sort of the final worship ritual the couple apparently designed the device used in their beheading in such a way that their heads would roll into the fire altar completing their sacrificial ritual what do you think they were sacrificing themselves for for like because if you're sacrificing itself it's for a greater good or maybe even some sort of benefit to you or someone else what do you think uh what do you think they're hoping for the shankara stones excuse me oh i guess you're not as big an indiana jones fan as i am okay um golly ma shukti day you can okay uh you can't have them after you're dead though no but some people sacrifice themselves so that the like the guy whose heart gets ripped out well i don't think that wasn't sort of like a volunteer program yeah, he seemed against it yeah all right um some might argue that that film might be a little racist towards indian people yes we call those people ben kingsley and brownface <laughs> i mean he's done a lot of different ethnicities yeah played the fuck the mandarin mm-hmm. kind of Sort of. Yeah. I mean. At least they didn't try to Mandarin him up. No. They also didn't do that with, uh, what's her name? Um, the the very androgynous woman. Uh, she was in Doctor Strange. Uh, she played a character that is normally, play, normally portrayed by an Asian man in the comics. And uh, Tilda Swinton, that's her name. Oh, yeah, yeah. She has said, said a good time. I, I think she's great, but a lot of people were mad that they were recast a wool. Uh, a lot Asian. of people are always mad. Yeah, and I'm like, people are shooting guns at Bud Light right now. No, yeah. because they're fucking dildos. Yeah, I actually wanted to stop. I was running a little late, or else I was going to stop and get us a single Bud Light to split, just to mm-hmm. and an homage to people. Not even to. Trans rights, which fine, but like more to just people being dumb dildos. Yeah, I have a truly if you want it. I'm not that gay. So, so, no, so. <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, I don't understand that because like it wasn't even a national campaign. No, first of all, I don't know who this influencer influencer is. Kid or, Rock, you're not familiar with? No, him? no, 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 no. The Bob Rich Mulvaney, like the John Mulaney. No, you know who I'm talking about. I don't actually. Oh, the trans woman whose face was put on the can like her name's like dylan mulvaney or something Mm. along those lines anyway she's like a online trans influencer and like i think people shouldn't hate her because she's trans i think people should hate her because she's an influencer just like we hate all other influencers she just hate her because she drinks bud light sure um but like it wasn't even like a nationwide campaign. They gave, her, they made some cans for her to use on her channel with her face on it. Hmm. It's not like all of a sudden Kid Rock was like, "I can't get this bitch's face off my can." Mm-hmm. He's a fucking dumbass. 
I'm glad he's dead. His name is Kid Rock. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's fucking pentagenarian rock at this point. How old is he? My guess is Bob Ritchie is 53. Bob Ritchie. I don't think I ever knew his name. Yeah, I'd go by... No. Oh, he's 52. That's pretty close. What? Yeah, you're good. No. Can you get cassettes on record store day? Yeah, there was a... The the 1975 released a live album on cassette, uh, compact disc, and vinyl. Um, There were a bunch of... Guys in their sixties losing their minds that all the teenage girls kept saying, "I've got, I've got a whole bunch of vinyls at home," and they're like, "It's vinyl, not vinyls." And I was awesome. like, well, "They weren't people that were working there; were people that were waiting in line." And this guy was like, "Are you getting, are you getting the new Ringo Starr?" I was like, "No, and neither should you." <laughs> Fucking ruined his whole morning. I loved it. <laughs> he's like, "He's really good." I was like, "He's not." Um. So I have a, a, a we just talked about another political thing. Although I don't consider Bud Light a political thing, that's just a dumb thing to me. That's just like distracting people from the important shit with dumb shit, mm-hmm. so they don't pay attention to the important shit. But Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy, yeah. who believes in all the craziness. Yeah, he got he got arrested or not arrested, but detained at the drive-through, and they took all his shit. So anyway. At the beginning of all this tomfoolery, he offered a five. He had all this proof of that he kept saying, "If I, I'll release oh, it." Oh, I'm gonna put it out tomorrow, and you guys can't wait. And he just never put it out. Mm-hmm. But he offered five million dollars to anyone that could debunk his proof. So, software engineer Robert Ziedman took him up on it and pretty demonstrably. Uh, it was the Prove Mike Wrong Challenge. Um, according to a 23-page filing, Ziedman wrote and presented a 15-page report explaining his conclusion that the data Lindell provides and represents reflects information from the November 2020 election unequivocally does not contain packet data from any kind uh, of any kind and does not contain any information related to the tw- November 2020 election. And a judge o- ordered Mike Lindell to pay this man $5 million. Yep. And like for anyone that's wondering, uh this guy uh how much is he worth? Robert Ziedman uh Mike Lindell's worth a lot of money. Um let's I mean I can look up his net worth. Let's say fifty million dollars is what this says. I mean it's somewhere in that range. He's worth more than me. I thought he was worth more than that, honestly, but um I guess that's still a lot of fucking pillows. But anyway, this Robert Ziedman guy who proved him wrong is was like, I'm a little worried about the fallout. And he was like, but I mean, I am a conservative Republican as well. He was like, I just believe in truth. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and five, you know, I'm sure he was like, and five million dollars is pretty cool, too. But uh, yeah, so he has five hundred million dollars now or five million dollars now. And this guy has forty four hundred forty five million dollars. Yeah. Um, Okay, so a guy, this guy says he had a heart attack in 2016, and in his near-death experience, he went to hell. 
and this is what he saw. The guy's a priest, by the way. Mm-hmm. This uh, is like a Kid Rock concert. <laughs> You're not that far off. Uh, he briefly went to hell in 2016. He said he saw men walking like dogs and heard demons singing Rihanna songs, specifically Umbrella. Huh. Um, uh, I would have figured Lucifer was more of an Adele fan. So, <laughs> um, let me see. Let me figure. So Johnson heard music in hell, including Rihanna's Umbrella and Bobby McFerrin's "Don't Worry, Be Happy." That checks out. <laughs> Traditionally upbeat tunes, only this time demons were singing the songs to torture people. Uh, Johnson said his halu- uh, hellacious. Near-death experience made him realize he needed to forgive, blah, 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 blah. What else did you see? Where is it? Um, he got, he, his spirit left his physical body and went down to hell, entering through the very center of the earth, though he says the things he saw were indescribable. Then he proceeded to describe them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said he saw, he saw a man walking all fours like a dog, getting burned from head to toe. His eyes were bulging, and worse than that, he was wearing chains on his neck. I would go so far as to say burning is worse than chains on his neck and bulging eyes. He was like a hellhound. There was a demon holding the chains. I would say he was a hellhound. You don't need yeah. to say, like, if you're in hell and the guy's being walked as a dog. Sure. Um, and maybe that's not even a dude maybe it's an actual hellhound and you don't know what hellhounds look like because this is your first time in that neighborhood that's true guys sort of presumptuous of him he really is um it's also kind of on the nose that a priest has like such a punishment-based near-death experience our brains do what they want to do and what they're conditioned to do and if you're a priest, you've been thinking about getting punished for a long time and probably punishing small children. Um, Do you know the band Lamb of God? Mm-hmm. They're, originally, they had a different name, but they changed it because no one would book them in the South. But uh, they were originally called Burn the Priest. Oh. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they were talking about this. The South dude. is more into pastors than priests, really. Yeah, but they're like, a lot oh, of Catholic churches well, down there. that sounds like anti-Jesus <laughs> stuff to me. Yeah. So they're like, well, we'll go the other way and call ourselves Lamb of God. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, oh, we talked about this website a while ago, the Rent-A-Hitman site that some guy made as a spoof. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Somebody was just busted on it. Uh, Josiah Ernesto Garcia, 21, um, who was an Air National Guardsman or whatever, uh, posted basically a fucking application to the site. Um, saying that he had rifle experience and military experience, which Air National Guard, you, I mean, you basically have like just north of dodgeball experience. That's yeah, that's the, like when the Coast Guard says they're military. And you're like, yeah, come on now. <laughs> um, he said, according to investigators, Garcia wrote in the email, "Why I want this job? I'm looking for a job that pays well, related to my military experience, shooting and killing the marked target." Calm down there, fucking. Jason fucking shouldn't have been born. Uh, so are you defending a guy that wants to kill people for money? No, it's not a very good... It was pretty decent. I did that right on the spot. Um, so so I can support my kid on the way. Mm. Uh, I mean, that was a good reason. 
get a fucking job. Like, what is the kid gonna eat? Caviar? What? Is, go get a job. I mean, fuck. Um, what can I say? I enjoy doing what I do. So if I can find a job this that is similar to it, such as this one, put me in, coach. This is what he wrote. I mean, I was with him until he made a fucking John Fogarty reference. <laughs> Jesus. Um, how so- he also posted, how soon can I start? What do the payments look like? Um, what kind of dental plan are you offering? An undercover agent. So the guy that made this website, like, occasionally gets inquiries. Most of the time they're jokes, but like, and he'll pass them along to the FBI. So an agent. Yeah, haven't they busted other people on this already? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, asked Garcia if he was comfortable with taking fingers or ears as trophies or performing torture at a client's request. Uh, if it's possible and in my means to do so, I'm more than capable, uh, as was his response. Um, in I can a, get you a toe. Yeah, I can get you a toe by three. Uh, at an in-person meeting with an undercover agent on Wednesday, Garcia was presented with a target package consisting of photographs, a description of a fictional target's name, weight, age, height, address, and employment information. Garcia was told the target was the client's husband who was abusive to her and that the client was paying $5,000. $5,000? I don't even know if I'd hang out with Gwyneth Paltrow for five grand, hmm. even in fold in that folded money. Um, Would you kill Gwyneth Paltrow for $5,000? Yeah. For... Okay. What? Yeah, I wouldn't. Oh. <laughs> there, clean that one up. Take that, FBI. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Not today, FBI. FBI. Um, oh, wait, $5,000 for the job with, with a down payment of $2,500. So half now, half that. I mean, I'm not saying... I would kill people. I wouldn't. If the person was a real bad person and like it could be proved to me that no one's going to be pissed that this person is going to be killed, I could kill them without losing any sleep. But even then, it's going to take more than five grand. Mm -hmm. A lot more. Okay, well, maybe today, FBI. (laughs) Yeah. And let me put, I wouldn't apply in writing either. I would do it via semaphore. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After agreeing to terms of the murder arrangement, Garcia asked the agent if he needed to provide a photograph of the dead body. Uh, Garcia was then in- arrested by the FBI, who in subsequent search of his home recovered an AR-style rifle. Um, yeah, so this I'm really this is just a public service announcement because I feel like anyone that's going to listen to us this far into this experiment that is this podcast might be willing to go to rent a hitman mm. and put in an application just you know we care for our listeners just don't don't do it mm-hmm. yeah you got anything else on that nah okay moving along uh this fuckwit look at this guy just drink it in that is Ned Flanders personified uh-huh. in real, like, three-dimensional life. He's got a very bushy mustache. He does. Which your cursor is picking his nose right now. Yeah, is got a fucking real crop duster there. He does have a steer skull on his wall without the without the horns. 
Yeah, he, well, he's a real queef. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> he uh, defended child marriage law, saying that he that saying kids he knows got married at age twelve and are still married. They're his kids. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's, where the fuck are they going to go? They're twelve. Yeah. So uh, the Republican made comments during a debate on a bill where he int- he introduced that would ban der- ban gender affirming care for transgender youth. Uh, the video exchange showed a Democratic state rep, Peter Meredith, confronting this dickhead, Mike Moon. What a dumb name. Um, over past comments he made about parents' rights to make decisions concerning their own children. He said, you voted no on making it illegal for kids to be married to adults at the age of 12 if their parents consented to it. You said, actually, that that should be the law because if the parents, uh, it's the parents' rights and the kids' rights to decide what's best for them to be raped by an adult. Um, And he said, do you know any kids that have been married at age 12? Moon asked in response. I don't need to, said that guy. He said, I do. And guess what? They're still married. You mean fucking captive? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're not like homemakers. They're chained to a fucking radiator right now, getting hit with a switch. Ah, what a dumb dildo. Um, Yeah, so. uh, It's fucking Missouri, probably. We're all going to hell. Huh? In 2018, Missouri legislature passed a bill raising the state's minimum marriage age from 15 to 16, with teens under 18 requiring parental consent. Moon voted against the bill, claiming he knew a couple who had been married since they were 12. Oh, so, I mean, a 12-year-old marrying a 12-year-old is weird, but at least not, like, completely fucking criminal. Did you think he was talking about the 12-year-olds being married to adults? Yeah, well, that was mentioned in here. Oh. 12-year-olds are allowed to marry adults with a, their parental consent. Wait, what state is this? <laughs> <laughs> FBI, back on line one. <laughs> <laughs> so I finished killing up Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm headed to, where is it? Oklahoma? Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Wasn't a big fan. Of Missouri? Yeah. No shit. I also did. I also, what's that? You didn't like any of I like Have you been to a lot of this country? Are you talking to me? Specifically, yeah. I was going to say I've specifically to, the lower parts. I was going to say I've been to a, a, a large percentage of this country. Yeah, I've been to probably about ninety-five percent. Right. Mm, well, I'm, we're talking landmass. I've probably been to about sixty-three percent of it. Okay. Because Alaska's fucking huge. Yeah. Um, I don't like that Missouri's abbreviation is MO. It always throws me off because I'm like, is that Montana? No, it's not. Um. I do like the people. Do call you not it. know how to spell Missouri? No, I know how to say Missouri. You, nobody says Missouri. You're in timeout right now. Yep. So uh, remember when Ye, which I won't call him, Kanye West, opened a fucking school. Remember what we talked about? This Donda Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently it was a private Christian school with all kinds of peculiar rules, he only, including providing only sushi for lunch every day and not having classes on the second floor because he was, quote, afraid of stairs. That makes sense. Uh, 
two former teachers said Thursday. The teachers made allegations that claiming they were wrongfully terminated from his now shuttered Donda Academy in Simi Valley. <clears throat> in addition to employment allegations, uh, the plaintiffs painted a troubling picture inside Donda Academy. Uh, they said um, school doors were locked from the outside. Lunches were always sushi. No forks or other utensils were allowed. Students had to sit on the floor during lunch. No cleaning services or school nurses were employed. And medications on campus were either unsecured or had expired. All classes were on the first floor. Uh, I'm extremely sad about all this. It was such a huge honor and privilege to work at Donda Academy for Kanye West. I'm a huge Kanye fan. His first album was the first I ever purchased. That is a, a couple things with this statement yep. that troubled me. First of all, if that was the first album you purchased, you're too young to be a teacher. Yep. yep. Uh, also, if you consider it a privilege to work for Kanye West, you don't deserve to have a job. Yep. Um this was a school he founded, right? He didn't no, buy no. a school and take no, it over. No. I don't care about any of these children or their parents because... Their parents deserve whatever they, happens to They enrolled kids. them at Kanye West's school. Yep. And I don't necessarily blame... He's the, the furnace fest of human beings. Furnace fest? Yeah. Fire, Fire fest? fest? Whatever. <laughs> oh, no. It was furnace fest that that, that, that pastor was at when he saw the, the Hell Hounds and oh, the yeah. Rihanna songs. Yeah. yeah pandemonium place mm -hmm. um i still enjoy his music this is still quotes and i'll never deny his talent shut up but while his vision for the school sounds sounds great on paper it's just pure chaos and mutiny it's like a mental hospital being run by the patients um yeah good times yep good times ye He's the worst. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Uh, celebrity Cruises kept a passenger's dead body in a drinks cooler for six days and let it rot, lawsuit alleges. Okay. Okay. Um, sounds like they need to get their cooler fixed. So they're... Yeah, yes. Celebrity Cruises is like one of the most popular cruise lines out there. An elderly man's corpse was left in a, to rot for six days in a drinks cooler. I mean, they tried. Um, wait for it. Onboard cruise ships... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're jumping ahead. So cruise ships, I'll skip to it. Um, it didn't have a working morgue on board, but cruise ships are supposed to. Because, like, if you decide to go on a cruise, I think you should die. And I'm probably going to hire a guy from a website to kill you. Well, so I actually know a bit about this because I don't know if you remember, my uncle died on a cruise ship. But I yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was a year or two ago, uh, four years ago. But uh, fuck, yeah. man, time is weird. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it was it was about a year before the pandemic. So, um, so it's interesting. So they do they they have a morgue, like they have to have a dedicated space. However, um, the body can't stay there um, once the initial like investigation has been done. Like they actually have to remove the body from there because they have to, and like at the cost of the bereaved. Um, cause my aunt, like they had to have a helicopter fly out to pick up my uncle's body. Um, then why'd they leave this son of a bitch there for six days? My guess is because their facilities weren't working and they knew that if they called, they'd be like, 
hey, you shouldn't be operating this boat. Bring it back into port. Yeah, the body was found by a funeral worker lying in a bag on the cooler floor, the complaint said. So if just this is just like kind of a a little piece of will and testament here, but if I die on a cruise ship, I don't give a fuck what you do with me. Mm-hmm. Being dead on the cruise ship is probably the best part of that vacation for me. I'd say the, the shrimp buffet is number one. I, mean, I don't even like shrimp. Yeah, I, no, no. I, mean, like, I don't want shrimp. Yeah, people can eat off my body. Yeah, people, the, oh, that'll be. I'll, I'll become the, the table, the sushi table for the children at yeah. Donda Academy. That worked. They, they were sitting on the floor, those little bust, bastards. Um, Speaking of Brad Pitt and eating off your dead body. So um, in the movie. I'm in. That's yeah. a good looking man. In the movie Seven, you've seen Seven, correct? Yeah. So the first victim in the film is the gluttony victim. Yeah. And, you know, about 20 minutes in, they show them post-autopsy where the guy's explaining how he died. You know, the doctor's explaining. Uh, uh, there are lines of distension across across the Dwadna. Um, the, the, basically, the, the dead body's on the table and Brad Pitt's talking to the... And Morgan Freeman are talking to the guy. So that wasn't the actor. The, there was an actual actor at the beginning whose body, but this was actually a fiberglass uh, cast of that actor that they made so that they could like spray it down and like make it look like it had been opened up and stuff like that. But as a fun little gag, Brad Pitt purchased that. And then at the rap party, he had nachos served in it on a table. That's pretty good. Yep. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I was like, I I learned about that on the, the laser disc commentary track. And I was like, Fucking, who has laser? Disc? Well, I don't have it anymore, but I had it when it was a new thing. And I was like, Brad Pitt seems all right. Yeah. Yep. I bet I would hang out with Brad Pitt yep. for free. Yep. A buddy of mine hung out with him for like a week. I heard he's good times. Yeah. He said he was like super down to earth, like mm-hmm. gave him like his phone number and stuff. Yeah, he was um, on, I forget which podcast he, oh, when he was on Mark Maron's podcast with Leonardo DiCaprio, that was great fun. Yeah, they were just giving each other shit. Yeah. They're, they're just, both uh, both dudes. So like, we don't need to promote this fucking movie, but we'll we'll do it. We'll hang out with yeah. you, Mark. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's, that's, that's that story about, uh, about Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Just kind of trailing off. From the Celebrity Cruise story. nothing. And he's a celebrity. So you tied it all together. Yep. You really yep. are a Segway genius. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the opposite of a Segway. What's like the way out? Up the end? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the only good door song. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was mm. circumcision. The hard cut. Mm. Um. All right. That's the end of this one. Dun dun dun. Ba-da, ba-da, wait. Please wait. I see you did not heed my attempt to warn you. Sigh. Fuck it. Yo. <laughs>